Welcome to What's Hot Harlem America with G. Keith Alexander. The crossroads where culture, lifestyle, and community meet. All hosted by the legendary New York radio TV personality and proud Harlem American, G. Keith Alexander. Well, thank you so very much. I claim that. <laughs> thank you. Hey, uh, welcome to What's Hot Harlem America with G. Keith Alexander. And wherever you are, I appreciate you for joining our neighborhood as we hang out together in Harlem, America. Now, today in the What's Hot Spotlight is Arrington Foster. Arrington Foster is an actor known for his role as Junior Duncan in the BET Plus television series, The Family Business. Now, The Family Business is a drama series based on the novels written by Carl Weber. It revolves around the Duncan family, who are known for their their successful and respectful exotic car dealership. However, they also have a hidden side as a powerful and dangerous crime family. And Arrington Foster's character, Junior Duncan, is a member of the Duncan family and is involved in the family's criminal activities. And I can't wait for season five to come back. But anyway, it is my distinct honor and pleasure to say that Arrington Foster is what's hot. <laughs> Thank you, G. Keith. Appreciate you. Oh, you're quite welcome, Arrington. Uh, you and Rio, know, Rio Duncan, not Junior. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm sorry, Rio Duncan. <laughs> it's okay. There's Junior. a lot of us. Jesus <laughs> crackers. Now wait a minute. Now. Okay, wait, 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 wait. Okay, I got it confused now. But ladies and gentlemen, it's Rio Duncan. Okay. <laughs> now uh, I'm a big fan of the show. And uh, thank you I've so had, much for having me. My pleasure. I've, I've had several of the other stars of the show, uh, in, uh, Ernie Hudson, Valerie Pettiford, uh, Miguel Nunez and uh, Darren Henson. And so I, I wanted to get you on as well. And thank you for for taking the time to uh, to to join us. So my pleasure. Let us start where I always start with my guests. I always ask them to take the. Um, Wayback Machine, and tell me what it was like as little Arrington Foster growing up. Oh, my goodness. Little Arrington Foster. Well, he was a shy kid. Most people wouldn't believe that. but Really? Yes, I was very shy, but I always knew deep down inside I wanted to entertain. Now, there's no artistic people in my family, <laughs> but mm -hmm. my grandfather, I always give him credit because he allowed me to sing with him, to dance around the living room, to act out every scene that I saw in the movies. Um, and so I, I love my grandfather for that, who's also a Scorpio like myself. <laughs> um, mm -hmm. And so, yeah, I think as a, as a kid, I always knew I had big dreams. Um, I didn't know where to channel my energy. And, you know, at about 11, I got bit by the acting bug. Um, and like most, um, famous people that I looked up to, they started out from theater and so did I. So I just tried to train my my craft doing plays and musicals growing up in middle school and high school and college. And, you know, I knew I wanted to do film and TV. And so I just, I never stopped. I never, never gave up. So, and uh, you are from what, Maryland? Yes, I'm born and raised in Maryland, PG County, Clinton, Maryland, the DMV. <laughs> Um, so I grew up in, uh, East coast. I always say I'm East coast at heart always. Mm -hmm, um, mm -hmm. and I went to TCU, Texas Christian university, um, which is in Fort Worth, Texas out uh, near Dallas. 
That's where I got my degree in theater and communications. And then um, moved back to Maryland, did a couple, um, you know, side hustle jobs here and there. And then said, you know what? I think I need to go to Los Angeles. That's where I need to do to, you know, make my dreams happen um, in the film TV world. So that's what I did. Moved in 2015. And just like most actors, I auditioned, auditioned, auditioned and, and did a couple commercials. And then I got the opportunity to uh, be on the family business, which is my first show. So I'm super excited, um, have been super excited to have been a part of this amazing show and been a part of this amazing cast that I've looked up to and have taken me on as we really are a family outside of the show. And I want everybody to know that. I think that's why it comes across on screen because we genuinely like each other, <laughs> which is sometimes <laughs> rare in Hollywood, um, but we do. So it's been a pleasure. It's been a highlight of my life. So, okay. So as Rio Duncan, um, you are the, uh, or at least it, it, it has evolved into where you have this nightclub uh, mm -hmm. that you are, uh, uh you you're the, the owner uh, well the owner but i'm trying to say you also there's some drugs that come through and uh oh yes <laughs> t t tell us about that uh heat is the particular drug that your family created mm -hmm. and uh there there's this guy i forget the name of the character but he has had some some interaction with you about heat uh, mm -hmm. and Sebastian uh, tell us <laughs> Sebastian. That's it. That's yes. it. Play, play by Travis Winfrey. Who's also amazing. He is. He, he really is. Uh, you know, I, I haven't had my coffee this morning, so I've got a little brain fog. So you, you gotta forgive <laughs> That's me. Okay. <laughs> That's okay. That's oh. okay. I love coffee too. I didn't have mine. So we're even. <laughs> uh, so, so, okay. So, Tell us about your character and your interaction with the Heat. Absolutely. So I am the youngest of the Duncan clan. Me and Paris were twins, uh, played by uh, the amazing Javicia Leslie. We, uh, we're, we're, we're an amazing, I, I like to say Black excellence family on the outside, but, you know, there's definitely some, some cracks and some, 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 craziness that goes along in the in the Duncan family and so Rio is you know he's the flamboyant he's the uh he, he doesn't he marches to the beat of his own drum you know he's always got colored hair you know crazy outfits um stylish you know he wants the approval of his father I believe in the beginning of the show um and as we've seen Rio progress and and you know he's he protects his family by any means necessary and so with this drug he um, you know, they always say you don't want to get hot on your own supply, but you know, for those that have watched the show, you know, Rio, he's, he gets involved with, there's a character named Sebastian, who is kind of a friend of me. Um, and so with heat, you know, we're, we're creating this drug to make us a powerful entity, right? And so there's this other family that is trying to create a opposing drug and so yeah the drug is not supposed to be you know going through the clubs but you know me and sebastian have an understanding and so i'm still sliding it i'm doing some shady stuff that even my parents aren't aware of that they probably would not be too happy with 
but you know there's a lot of (laughs) there's a lot of action there's a lot of suspense there's thriller there's you know some laughs you know i always say it's a heavy show but i think my character does a, a great job of you know having a little comic relief every now and then um and so it's just a lot of twists and turns you never know what's going to happen anybody can get you know <laughs> um shot <laughs> yeah I, I've, I've, um, but yeah, <clears throat> rio's still here <laughs> yeah rio's still here thankfully um but you, you know you got to keep your eyes peeled because you never know who's going to be next so we'll talk more. But about all in all, we, we we love each other and we we protect each other at all costs. And that's what I love about the show is that it's about family. Yeah. Well, we'll talk more about that. But tell us now, uh, how did you get the uh, role as uh, Rio? Um, so what's funny, you know, especially in Hollywood, it's sometimes it's, it's just being at the right place at the right time and networking. And, and I always tell people I, I, I never got the show through an agency or a manager, you know, I was just myself. I was being myself. I was networking. I went to a little lounge called Zen Lounge in Studio City, who was um, uh, owned by Tisha Campbell and Dwayne Martin um, at the time. And um, I ended up meeting uh, the director there, Trey Haley. We just had a great conversation. We talked, um, you know, got him to feel my personality out. And, you know, I didn't think anything of it. I just thought it was a great night out in L.A. Um, and months later, he calls me and says, hey, I have an opportunity. I'd like for you to come and audition for this movie that I'm doing. Because most people don't know, the family business was actually a movie first. Oh, really? um, and so, of course, I would. Yeah. So it's based on Carl Weber's um, best-selling book series, The Family Business. He's got plenty of books. But The Family Business has been his biggest, um, most successful book series. So they wanted to turn into a movie, Tridestin Studios, which is the production company. They've had other movies that they've had. Um, And so we were going to make the movie. We were shooting the movie. Oh, well, first I got the part and that was exciting. (laughs) Um, And then we started shooting it um, as early as 2017, going into 2018. Mm -hmm. And we had made um, a movie and I didn't hear anything of it, you know, which happens sometimes in Hollywood. And then I get a call and they say, no. BT wants this. This is too good. We have to make this a television series. And I was like, what? And Trey Haley himself said, your life is about to change. <laughs> and I was like, what? <laughs> so so what ended up happening was um, season one, the first four episodes, if people want to actually go back um, and watch it again, you can see it shot a little differently from the first four. Um, from the last four, we had a total of eight episodes in the first season. And Mm -hmm. the first four was pretty much a lot of what we shot in the movie. Um, And so we actually, and shout outs to the editing, the directing, everything, the writing, we were able to still film the back four of the first season while we were about to air the first season. So it was pretty crazy because as the fans watching, I'm also watching and I'm going, wait a minute, that episode, we did that last summer and then that that episode i did that two weeks ago so it was pretty crazy but it was really such a cool experience and it ended up being a hit i'll never forget the premiere happened the day after my birthday in 2018 in november and just the response i mean i think bt um you know we had been waiting for a really great scripted series show and, you know, we ended up being number 10 on the top 10 of Hollywood Reporter. And so the show was 
you know, it was a hit. <laughs> and from then on, we just kept going. And they've just ended up inviting more and more amazingly talented people in the ensemble as the seasons have gone on. That is uh, wonderful. So if we wanted to see the entire movie, which would, would the entire first four episodes be the entire movie? Or would, would we have to go somewhere to see the entire movie? Well, the movie was never released. Um, or it wasn't? Honest, no, it was never released. We just kind of, they pretty much chopped up what would be the movie into the episodes of the first season. I now, you have to ask the genius of Carl Weber whether or not <laughs> everything that was shot in the first four episodes would have been the movie or not. Um, but, yeah, it's 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 been, you know, the, the fans have been so amazing especially because these are fans from the book series and they will let us know especially on facebook they will the fans will chime in and let us know if that was <laughs> you know <laughs> oh my god yes that really did happen in the book and then this happened and then that happened you know of course it's television so things are going to be you know fictional and dramatized and yeah but right they, right, they love right. it they love it wow well okay so now we're up to season four ended and um, mm -hmm. we're waiting for season five uh, because yes. uh, and, and 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 it wouldn't have gotten to season five if it had been a really uh, engaging and, and, and fun and, and interesting show. So mm -hmm. uh, any news on when season five may be uh, coming about? Um, no news at the moment, um, but. You know, we we're we're very excited that it's gonna it's gonna come back soon and be even bigger and better than the last seasons. We we always like to take it up a notch. So you know, hopefully soon. <laughs> but I don't have I don't have a, a an official announcement yet at the moment. But stay tuned. <laughs> and so the first time that you were on the set, mm -hmm. and of course you know you're working with uh, the uh, veteran legendary. Ernie Hudson. What was oh. that like? Were you in awe when you got there or were you nervous? Were you, you know, did you, you know, what was it like? Man, that moment shooting the pilot was, that's a moment I'll never forget. I think meeting all of these people, of course I was nervous going in. And my first regular, my first television show, um, but also just the fact that I've looked up to these actors. But what I will say is that everyone on the cast made me feel so welcome. I mean, Ernie and Valerie being the patriarch and the matriarch, my mom and dad, my TV mom and dad, I always call them my second mom and dad because they really have taken on that fatherly and motherly figure for me. They've been amazing examples of what artistry and craft and just just being a legend and an icon in the game for so long as they have the longevity and just how humble they are. It, it made me feel like I can give my best work and because they gave their best work. It, I always say it was like a masterclass being in any scene with them. And so I was just excited to play, excited to meet, um, you know, Miguel and, and Tammy and Clifton Powell and, you know, Sean Ringgold. I mean, the list goes on and on. I mean, Emilio Rivera, it was just, I kept pinching myself. I was like, is this real life? Like I'm really acting with these people. So it was, it was a blast. I'll never forget it. <laughs> so, so, so give me a story. We've got uh, two and a half minutes before we go to break. Give me a quick story about mm -hmm. uh, uh, something with you and, and Ernie Hudson, uh, some, some interaction. 
you know what people don't know about ernie ernie is a character ernie is hilarious <laughs> but see ernie plays so tough you know but behind the scenes he'll crack jokes all the time and so one of the, my favorite stories i like to tell is um, if people remember from the the finale of season one we had a huge dinner scene that went awry <laughs> it, it did not go mm -hmm. as planned and i remember <laughs> there was this one time where you know <laughs> I don't, G. Keith, I don't want to cuss. I'm going to try to, I'm going to keep it PG. But he has a line in there where Ernie Hudson is like, we're a family, damn it, you know? Uh -huh, and so, uh -huh. but the first few takes, we could not stop laughing because he, he just couldn't stop laughing. It, it was like, we all were like, you know, like we've been at the table when your mom or dad is trying to, you know, discipline everybody and we don't want to laugh. We're like, oh. But Ernie broke character, and so we all broke character, and it was just such a funny moment. I'll, I'll just never forget that moment. We were like, okay, we got to be serious, guys, because it's such a heavy show. But what people wouldn't know is that we're all goofballs behind the scenes. <laughs> we have so much fun. We crack up jokes all the time. Ernie's a character. I, I love being around him. <laughs> well, thank you for that. We're going to go to break uh, right now, but I want folks to know that they can go to HarlemAmerica.com, and they can search for our show with Ernie Hudson, and they can listen to uh, Ernie tell his story as well. Uh, this is What's Not Harlem in America with G. Keith Alexander. I've got a frog in my throat. I haven't had my coffee this morning. I've got a brain fog. So we're going to take a short break. We'll be back in about 60 seconds. Don't go away. Thank you. Have you ever thought about hosting your own radio podcast to establish fame, fortune, and followers for your small business? People listen to them, they subscribe to them, and they love them. As a small black business owner, doesn't that sound like something you'd like to be a part of? Well, you can when you hire the radio podcast pros at Harlem America Digital Network. Imagine, you'll have a team of creative and technical professionals at your disposal and a one-hour weekly radio podcast to spread the word about your business. Making your business successful with its own media is not for the faint of heart, but it can happen with a Harlem America radio podcast talk show. Get a free consultation by emailing gkeithalexander at harlemamerica.com or call D. Daniels at 480-553-5741 today. Listening to Harlem America. I love it a lot. For entertainment. Check it out. Check it out. Empowerment and health and wellness. Harlem America. The home of Glasso Smart Water is Harlem America. Harlem America. Where Coca-Cola is helping you enjoy less sugar. You're listening to Harlem America, talking to the world from the heart and soul of New York. You're listening to What's Hot Harlem America with G. Keith Alexander. To reach our show live today, call in to 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. Also, you can send an email to G. Keith Alexander at harlemamerica.com. Now, back to the show. Thank you for uh, joining us. Uh, we are with Mr. Arrington Foster, Rio Duncan, uh, on the <laughs> Family Business, the great show uh, on BET+. And uh, so, uh, Arrington was telling us about, uh, 
uh, an antidote with he and Ernie Hudson. Now, another one of my favorite uh, characters on the show is, um, is, is Mama Duncan, uh, Valerie Pettiford. Uh, what's it like working with Valerie? A masterclass. Oh, my gosh. I mean, Valerie, especially coming from the theater world, I mean, she's incredible. She's a sweetheart. She's just so giving in every scene. And she just gives her 110% all the time. I, I, I'm so blessed to be able to work with Valerie. She's truly become a good friend of mine on and off screen, for sure. Can you tell us a little something, uh, a little funny uh, something that happened uh, mm. on the set with Valerie? What can I say with Valerie? Or something memorable or, you know, something. Oh, that, yeah, of uh... course. You know, um, I'll never forget. Um, actually, this happened in the in the pilot as well. Well, well it happened right when we were about to um, air the first episode. And I was a little nervous. And I said, I was like, I was like, Valerie, the show's about to come out. I'm nervous about, you know how people are going to receive me. And, and, you know, this is my first time. And she just was mama bear to me. She just said, you know what? She was like, you gave it your best. Just let everything, just let everything fall the way they're supposed to fall. You did amazing. You're amazing. She just gave me that comfort um, that I felt like I needed. Um, you know, we were sitting next to each other in, in the hair and makeup chairs. And, you know, she was like, you're, you're just as important as everybody else in this family. And, you know, I'll never forget that moment. She she gave me the confidence that I needed to go. You know what? I did a, a darn good job, <laughs> and the world the world is about to see me. <laughs> so yes, and just to be fabulous, just to be over the top, you know, because she's always going to be over the top and fabulous, and I love that about her. Valerie is wonderful, and she works. I mean, she you know she oh. has uh, I mean, she does a lot uh, of different shows. And absolutely, um, and, and she's a wonderful dancer and, and she sings and uh, she's just a great talent. Absolutely. And what people don't, may not have noticed, but or may not have known is that, you know, when the pandemic happened, like every production, we shut down. Um, but when we finally got the green light to come back, um, you know, we had to get our COVID test and everything like that. But we also had to quarantine in our home. Well, they, you know. Thankfully to production, they put us up in, you know, a really nice home for all the actors to stay in. And so we got to bond as family even more because we literally couldn't go anywhere. We had to stay <laughs> in the house or we had to go on set. And so, you know, a lot of us, we were, you know, helping each other with our auditions, with other shows and other movies. And so, you know, Valerie has helped me with some auditions that um, I did. And I'm just thinking to myself, I have the Valerie Pettiford, not only reading with me, but coaching me as well. You know, it's just memories I'll never forget, you know. Well, for those uh, audience members who are listening and are a fan of the show and a fan of Valerie's, they can check out our uh, What's Hot Harlem America with G. Keith. And Valerie is our special guest. So they can find that show on Harlem America as well. And so <laughs> now we go to another character uh and i'm sure you've got some stories to tell about this character uh <laughs> i'm talking about the one and only uh miguel nunez his character oh, he plays goodness. 
he he plays the the lawyer uh, Harris. uh the Harris yeah uh, Harris the consigliere but then uh, as the show go as the episodes go on and the seasons go on he it changes a little bit and I don't want to give it away mm -hmm. but mm -hmm. uh, tell us about uh working with uh Miguel man I would say three words, nonstop laughter. Oh, wait. Yeah, that's three words. <laughs> nonstop laughter. <laughs> I mean, Miguel, I've never met someone with so much energy, so much full of life and so many stories. Yeah. Literally someone I can go to whenever I'm, if I'm ever feeling down, I can just <laughs> count on Miguel to put a smile on my face. He was definitely the, the energy in every scene, every situation, even when he's not in a scene, if he's just there, he just, he ups the ante. Everybody just has a good time when Miguel's around. Me and Miguel, we've had so many fun times, fun memories. Um, we don't always work together in, in the scenes, but um, whenever we do get a chance to work together, it's it's a pleasure. He's he's someone that's also been in the game for a long time. And so I, any advice that he gives me, I take it 100%. Well, uh, Miguel has also been a guest on Harlem America. They can find uh, the show with Miguel on Harlem America. But uh, tell us a, a story. I'm sure you've heard a story from Miguel <laughs> about his life and career. Uh, can you think of one right now? Let me think. Is there a story, Miguel, 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 Miguel? He, oh, he told me about how he got to Hollywood, took the, he, how he got to Hollywood, <laughs> he lived on Skid Row. On Skid Row. <laughs> yeah. And how, how he got the lice, uh, how he, I mean, it was just a, a really, really funny uh, episode of Harlem America having him on. Yeah. Um, you know, well, I remember there's a scene where Miguel literally had, you know, I, I think it was uh, Armand DeSante who threw a glass bottle on him. He really did it. Mm. Like the prop, they really did it. And it, they did. Like it wasn't an actual glass, it was, you know, for safety reasons. But the, the prop, it, you know, for those that don't know, we have props as well. <laughs> they won't have real glass bottles being thrown at us. But, <laughs> but Miguel, he, he's, he, he was committed. Committed. I can always just say commitment. Is something Miguel's. He's always gonna go there. I'm trying to think of a funny story. Nothing's coming to me right now because he has so many. Um, he's just always laughing with me. Uh, if I come back, I'll come back. I'll tell you a story about Miguel. <laughs> All right. So now let's move on to uh, Darren Henson. Now uh, Darren is a, a powerful character. He plays a powerful character. Tell us about his character. Yes, um, Darren plays Orlando Duncan um, when in the beginning, um, when our father, uh, L.C. Duncan, has to pass the reins to a new leader, he passes it to Orlando. So Orlando is pretty much the brains of the operation. Um, yeah, I mean, Darren, I, he is the philo philosophical king is what I like to call him, because Darren, Darren is so committed to his craft and, and always just giving positive energy, whether that's, you know, just words of encouragement, he's always going to give that. Um, Orlando, he, you know, he, he was a little bit of a, you know, a, a player's boy, you know, until he meets Ruby um, and, you know, he falls in love with Ruby and I won't give too much away of their love story, but um, 
Yeah, I mean, Orlando, he's going to always take charge. And he's going to, you know, there's there's a moment when, you know, Rio gets kidnapped in the beginning. And so, you know, Orlando's going to make sure that his family is, is safe at all costs. And so he made sure that his younger brother was back <laughs> by any means necessary. Him and my twin, of course. Um, but, yeah, I love working with Darren. Darren's awesome. He's great. And we haven't gotten to uh, the actual I, – I, I don't remember the gentleman's name who plays Junior. Uh, uh, Sean Ringle. Uh, Sean Ringle. Okay. What's it like? He's also from Sean? New York. Yeah. Oh, he is? Sean, oh, I have, yeah, to him, I have to get him on the show then, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a New Yorker. Um, Sean is he's, – he's, he's big teddy bear. <laughs> That's what I think. Is he's, you know, he's tough as nails, you know, but then he's such a softy. And then, you know, that smile, you know, he's – Sean is always fun to be around. You know, he's, he, it's hard not to break character with Sean sometimes because Sean will just, really? he'll just laugh and, 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 you know, but he's, he's, he's consummate professional for sure. And then yeah. now you've got the, uh, the family from, was it from Mexico? Uh, yes. That's a, rival, that, that, that's a rival family, but kind of friendly. Uh, tell us about that dynamic. Yeah, you know, um, so Alejandro Zuniga is the patriarch of their family. So, you know, him and Elsie, they have this rivalry, but then there's also a lot of respect for one another. You know, um, I don't want to reveal too much, but, you know, that there's definitely a, you know, a war that's gone, you know, around because um, one of the members of their family um, is dead. And so, you know, of course, they're going to try to hit back at us. Um, but his wife, Consuela, now she, she is the real, um, I would say, evil mm -hmm. one. Um, <laughs> and, and Amelia Rivera and Yachty Rivera, who are actual husband and wife, played both of them. Oh, really? And yes, they're actually married or life. Um, and you know, they're just a joy to, to watch. I'll never forget, you know, just seeing them interact with each other. You know, you can tell that that love, it, you know, it's, it's, it comes from a real place because of their marriage. Um, but they are, they can play some evil somebodies. I swear <laughs> it's, it's, yeah, <laughs> they, they do. They do. Wow. Okay, let's see what other character we have. Oh, we've got your twin, uh, Javica, and uh, what's it like working Javicia. with her? Javicia. I'm sorry. Okay. Yeah. I, no, Javicia is amazing. You know, the funny story is that um, when we met, you know, we had to instantly, you know, we're twins. We're the youngest of the, the family. And we just immediately clicked. We had a good chemistry with each other. And then one day, you know, she goes, where are you from? And I said, I'm from Maryland. And she said, I'm from Maryland. And I said, what part? And she said, PG County. And I said, I'm from PG County. And I was like, isn't that like how God works? That is so crazy that, you know, where she grew up and where I grew up was literally 10 minutes from each other. And we really? never knew. We never knew each other. We never went to school together. We never we met on set as Rio and Paris. And from then on, it was like, oh man, this is like, this is my sister, you know? So that, that chemistry was there from the jump. Um, she's, I'm so inspired by her. I mean, she's gone off to be Batwoman on CW, you know, the first yes. black superhero 
woman. I mean, that's incredible. Um, and so she works so hard. I've learned a lot from her. And I'm just so in all of her journey that she's taken with family business and beyond. I was so glad that she came back this season on season four. We missed her, but we knew she was, you know, over in Gotham, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know, saving the world. <laughs> so I'm glad she came back to our universe because <laughs> we missed her. And I know the fans missed her. So it's always a, a energy, you know, when the twins are around, you know, we're always going to, we're always going to show out. Well, who's tougher? Is it uh, KJ or Javicia? Woo! Well, you know, KJ's character, Sasha, you know, I, I actually think Sasha might take the kick. Paris is, is she with it. She is with it, with the guns and everything like that. But Sasha is, she's very trigger happy as well. Sasha's crazy. <laughs> Sasha is crazy. She, when she went, but, but I love Sasha. I, I love KJ so much. I love her dearly. You know, when she came in, it was almost like the trio was born. You know, you got Rio, you got Paris, you got Sasha. It just is a... We're just a formidable bunch, you know, Sasha. Um, once again, another artist that I'm so inspired by and impressed by with her being on Sisters and how her career is taken off. Just these two powerful women um, that are powerful women on the show and powerful women outside of the show. It's just a pleasure to work with them. And we just have so many laughs. We, when the pandemic was happening, me and KJ were making TikToks all the time, you know, to get the fans ready for you know, a new season. And so, it, you know, we're always going to have fun together, all three of us. All right. And then let's see, there is Paris's sister, uh, who used to be, um, uh, she, she was the one that Paris sort of replaced in the family as the, 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 <laughs> the you know, uh, what the, the hit person Love or it. the, yes. Yeah. Yes. Tammy Roman. Oh, man. Another one. Another one. So London is the eldest daughter of the Mm -hmm. bunch. And London, she's, you know, I'll never forget. uh, Junior has a line, you know, before there was Paris, there was London. You know, people always say Paris is the hit woman, you know. But London was the original. You know, of course, she has her situation with Harris um, and their uh, relationship. But before that, she was... And I love that Tammy, um, a.k.a. London, will remind the folks that she's not to be messed with either. Um, and so now she's, you know, creating, London's creating her her own path and, you know, getting outside of just being a wife and a mother. You know, she wants to have her cannabis, uh, <laughs> her line going on. Um, and Tammy's just someone else who, when you talked about booked and busy, Miss mm-hmm. Jobs, that wow. is Tammy Roman. And she's just become just a big sister to me. I was so excited to meet her and work with her. And she is as real deal as you would think she is. She's so down to earth, so caring um, and funny. <laughs> so funny. And just and, a and then the, hard the, worker. Uh, and, and then the young man, uh, Nevada. Mm-hmm. My uh, nephew. My nephew, Vegas' yeah, yeah. son. <laughs> yes. Right, right. So what's it like working with him? Oh, he's amazing. Um, I mean, if people don't know, that's that's Carl Weber's son. That is in Carl Weber's son in real life. In real life? Mm-hmm. In really? real life. Yes. Wow. The writer's son. And he's fantastic. So intelligent. I mean, it's crazy because when we started the show, he was a lot younger. And to see him grow on the show is amazing. Mm-hmm. And, you know, just a 
just a natural, a natural. Nevada's great. He's awesome. I almost feel like a proud uncle <laughs> whenever I'm with him. So that's cool. <laughs> and and I noticed uh, that you've got uh, Paris, Nevada, London. Mm-hmm. Is there another city that we've left out? Uh, well, Vegas. You know, Vegas, he's, okay, he's one of, okay. who's played by the amazing Michael Jai White. Um, you know, we're all named after after cities. If you think about it, Chippy is Charlotte. So, oh, the only, okay. The only one and, that isn't and, is Junior, which would be LC Junior. So, Lavernius. And and Rio, of course, is you. So, so all these cities, mm-hmm. they that was a very clever. Uh, uh, yeah, I mean, Carl Weber, he's a, he's a genius. Well, he's his writing is insanely good <laughs> have you met him oh absolutely oh carl is there every step of the way really? every step of the way and that's what's amazing is that we have the actual writer there with us and the director there with us it's it's you know it's such a collaborative effort and it's amazing to have him there because it's his baby well that's beautiful all right, we've got 30 seconds left before we take a break. When we come back, we want to find out about your, your aspirations and things you, people you'd like to, uh, you know, to work with and, and some of the things that maybe you, uh, you know, you don't like about the acting <laughs> business. You know, we'll talk about okay. that. All right, this is What's Hot Harlem America with G. Keith Alexander, and uh, we want you to remember that um, you can always go to our website and check out some of the articles. You can check out our uh, Harlem America TV and and see some of the shows that we've uh, produced there. And we'll be right back with Mr. Errington Foster from The Family Business on BET+. Have you ever thought about hosting your own radio podcast to establish fame, fortune, and followers for your small business? People listen to them, they subscribe to them, and they love them. As a small black business owner, doesn't that sound like something that you'd like to be a part of? Well, you can when you hire the radio podcast pros at Harlem America Digital Network. Imagine you'll have a team of creative and technical professionals at your disposal and a one-hour weekly radio podcast to spread the word about your business. Making your business successful with its own media is not for the faint at heart, but it can happen with a Harlem America radio podcast talk show. Get a free consultation by emailing gkeithalexander at harlemamerica.com or call D. Daniels at 480-553-5741 today. Harlem America. It's about Harlem. Harlem is my town. Carver Bank, where 80% of every dollar is reinvested in the community. Have you had a chance to check out Voice America's online magazine and blog? If you love our hosts and shows, check out articles that give an even deeper perspective. Plus topics about health and fitness, movie reviews, philosophy, business tips and tactics, spirituality, positive thought, current events, and even more about your favorite host. It's just a click away at blog.voiceamerica.com. That's blog.voiceamerica.com. The Voice America Press Blog. All access, all the time. Doodling as a spiritual practice? This new form of mindfulness therapy allows your spirit to rest, relax, and regroup from the stresses of everyday life. The good news is you don't have to be a trained artist. The only qualification you need is feeling overwhelmed with life's challenges. Doodling is simple, inexpensive, and all you need is pen and paper. If you are ready to quiet your mind and acquire a new life management skill, 
Then pick up Carol Edmonston's book, The Healing Power of Doodling, today. Harlem America, the home of Coca-Cola Zero. You're listening to What's Hot Harlem America with G. Keith Alexander. To reach our show live today, call in to 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. Also, you can send an email to gkeithalexander at harlemamerica.com. Now, back to the show. Oh, thank you, Kevin. So uh, we're with uh, Mr. Arrington Foster. Now, Arrington is, uh, he's still a, you know, a a newbie to the game, you know, and this is his first show. So uh, your your resume uh, is uh, a little light right now, but I'm sure (laughs) that people have been seeing your talents and everything. Is it, what do you aspire to do? What would you like to do after this particular show? I would love to do more television, um, love to do films. That's obviously my, my biggest goal. Um, you know, I want to be genreless. You know, I think I've shown Rio a lot, but now I'm ready to do something more gritty, you know, something more like a power or something, you know, just show a different side of, of, of me and what I can, you know, show. But I love comedy. I would love to do a show like Abbott Elementary. You know, mm-hmm, I, I sure. think that's amazing right now. Um, there's so many artists that I, I would love to work with. Um, you know, Denzel Washington's always going to be one of my biggest role models. Um, mm-hmm. Angela Bassett, Regina Hall, uh, Will Smith. Uh, I mean, the list goes on and on. Meryl Streep, Tom Hanks. There's so many people I would love mm-hmm. to, you know, work with and make my mark. Um, oh, I can't forget Viola Davis. <laughs> She's killing yes. it right now. Um, so just work with, you know, more amazing writers, you know, such as Shonda Rhimes and Ava DuVernay and Issa Rae. Um, I really want to make my mark as a young black actor that's coming up. Um, you know, I won't say how old I am, but you know, (laughs) I still have a baby face, so (laughs) I feel like I can still get away with a lot, (laughs) but yeah, you know, I just, I want people to just see just how versatile I can be in this industry. So that's my goal is to book another show. So, you know, we're auditioning heavily, you know, I've made this transition from Los Angeles to Atlanta and it's been really good. Um, and so I'm excited. I'm really excited for the future. Well, that's great. Uh, do you sing or dance? I do. I do. So if Glee or Empire ever wanted to come back, call your boy. <laughs> <laughs> um, yes, I, I, you know, grew up doing stage. So you kind of had to learn everything as, as, the Valley, Valerie Pettiford has said, you know, you got to know how to do it all. So I would love to show those talents as well. Well, that, that, that's great. So you made the, um, the move from L.A. to Atlanta. Why? <clears throat> so, you know, back then, you know, and I say back then, but <laughs> I would say even <clears throat> as 10 years ago, um, you know, it was either you go to New York or you go to L.A. You know, that's where you went to to make it, essentially, um, especially in film and TV. Um, but and and I moved to L.A. and I'm grateful that I moved to L.A. You know, I wouldn't be sitting here with you today if I had not moved to L.A. and got on the family business. So it was definitely the right move. Um, but I feel like the industry is changing a lot. You know, Atlanta is now up and coming. You know, there's things shooting in Chicago and New Orleans. And so I felt 
Um, and this is just being transparent. I felt that after family business or it, even during family business, especially with the pandemic, I started to see just the hardship of not being feeling seen, to be honest, in L.A. And I feel like a lot of um, well, I can only speak for, you know, myself and other young black actor friends that I have, you know, I felt that it was challenging to get seen. I, I you know, it was like, where were the roles? Where are the opportunities? And I'm always going to go where the opportunity is. And so when I had a lot of people that I trusted to say, hey, you know, you should go to Atlanta. It's up and coming. There's so much filming out there. You know, obviously Tyler Perry's out here doing amazing things with his studio. I was like, why not? Why not? you know, go and see if Atlanta's for me. And, um, you know, LA's great. LA's always going to be a place, you know, I still have my team out there and I have a team out here, but I have noticed the difference, um, even with the number of auditions. Um, the industry has changed and I'm willing to change with it. So now I'm in Atlanta. Atlanta. <laughs> now in Atlanta. So um, how has... Has social media helped you or uh, or hurt you in any way? Well, social media is it's it's a double edged sword, right? I feel like there's a lot of pros and cons with social media. Um, the pros being that you know everything is accessible by your fingertips and iPhones and Instagram. There's so many avenues to get your creativity and your platform um, to the masses. Um, but the flip side is, and I feel like a few years ago, a lot of people were seeing that, you know, even in audition rooms, you know, they would ask, well, how many followers do you have? And do you have a blue check? And, you know, it's, I feel like it was becoming less about the talent and more about, you know, who can bring in the viewers, who can bring in, you know, people that, that want to see you because they have such a huge following on social media. But, you know, I think the industry is starting to see a little bit that, you know, it's not all about the clout of how many followers you have. I mean, quite frankly, they're starting to figure out that some of these people can't act. So, you know, there's, rea <laughs> there's reality TV and then there's scripted TV and I take my craft seriously. And I feel like there's a lot of actors who have put in the blood, the sweat, the tears, you know, to be in this industry. And now people just think, oh, well, you can just be an overnight sensation, you know, and if that's their journey, that's their journey. That's amazing. But there are also people that have trained and, put in the the work ethic and and um to be in this industry that is that is hard you know and it's also just you know seeing other people on social media you know it can it can weigh at you you know comparing yourself whereas you know back then you didn't really you didn't really see that much of that because you you just came in you showed up you know maybe in the audition the waiting room but a lot of it's changed um but i always tell people you know it is our platform as artists to use. And so to make sure that you use social media, don't let social media use you. Mm, you know, a great quote. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Uh, and it's okay. a healthy balance. Yeah. Wow. So uh, do you have any regrets, uh, anything that you had to give up in order to become the Arrington Foster you are today? <laughs> regrets? No, I, I feel like God has placed me where I'm at. And it's my time and I'm trusting his timing. Um, you know, I think I, if I could do anything differently, I would have, you know, maybe found a circle of people um, a little bit sooner that I trust, that I trust that, you know, maybe found some mentor figures maybe in the beginning, because, you know, even coming from the theater world, I came to LA very green 
<laughs> I didn't know anybody. You know, I had to start from ground zero, but um, I did what I had to do. And, you know, through taking classes and, and you know, meeting people and improv and, and even doing stuff as background, you know, I was doing background on a lot of some of your favorite shows. So oh, really? I got to, oh yeah, oh yeah, Scandal, <laughs> um, Grace and Frankie, the list goes on and on. Um, but I'm, I'm grateful for every setback, every no, that's, you know, I, I, you know, my mom would tell me that rejection is God's protection. So I'm very grateful for all the no's, all the, the successes, the highs, the lows. Um, and I'm just, I'm, I'm excited to see where this journey goes. Cause it's, it's not a sprint. It's a marathon. So our viewers will see that you are sitting in your vehicle right now, and uh, I am. <laughs> that is, and and, and uh, we hope that it's not because you're sitting in Atlanta traffic. Uh, you yeah. know? <laughs> no, no, but, I was uh, actually just talking to a high school, um, which is amazing that I can inspire a new generation of um, kids that may want to be involved in in acting. So that's why I'm here. It's not because it's traffic. <laughs> <laughs> well. Uh, Tell us about that. Uh, how often do you go out or is this the, you know, the first time you've had an opportunity to go and talk to some high school students about, about what, what did you talk to them about? Um, so this is my second time um, talking to uh, some high schoolers in the Atlanta area. Um, you know, I've, whenever someone asks me, cause I, I think we forget as actors too, but we're also here to inspire. And so I'm just grateful that they just thought of me to want me to come and speak. And so usually when I come, I just tell them about my journey, tell them about um, how I got to where I'm at. Um, one of the schools, I went and saw their production of uh, The Wiz, which is mm. a full circle moment because I did The Wiz in high school. Um, and <laughs> <Really>? so, <laughs> yes, I've done The Wiz twice. I've played the Scarecrow and the Lion. <laughs> in two different productions so if i do the whiz again i have to do the tip man i always say that so i can say i've done all three <laughs> but um love the movie love the play and so watching these high school kids i mean this was just top-notch college level work and so to speak with them afterwards i was just so eager to talk to them and they were just so bright-eyed and and just i i wish i had someone you know of that's in the industry that was talking to me at my high school. And so, you know, just dropping gems, keeping it really 100 about the industry, because I feel like we mm -hmm. need to have um, tough love as well, you know, tell them about, you know, it's not going to be all, you know, glitz and glam and fame and red carpets and everything like that. Like there's going to be a lot of hard times too, but also encourage them to say that, you know, I was just like you and you can, you can get to where I'm at, you know, just the same as long as you work hard. So it's always well, that, cool. That, that, that's great. That's great. So um, <laughs> when will you, <clears throat> excuse me, when will you speak to uh, Javicia again? Hmm. I'd when love to get her on the show. And also oh, well, KJ. Oh, well, I actually just recently spoke to KJ. Um, she had a birthday this past month, so wished her a happy birthday um and she is engaged so she's prepping for her wedding um oh, wonderful and so I, some uh, lucky 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 person okay oh yes he's, he's a lucky man um, so 
I've talked to him recently. I, uh, excuse me. I've talked to her recently and I've talked to Javicia. Um, you know, every once in a while, I'll just hit her up and just ask her how she's doing. And, and that, you know, whenever she has a new project coming out, I'm always there to support her. And so, you know, if I can get my, my two good sister and cousin to get on the show, I'll see what I can do. With their busy schedules. Right. Anything you can do, I'm trying to to get on their level. (laughs) And I will get on their level. It's it's going to happen. I'm claiming it. Yes. Just like I'm claiming season five. (laughs) There you go. There you go. Uh, you want to tell your fans and, and, and fans of the show to uh, it, can they write in to somebody or, or send, uh, you know, something to let folks know that they really want to see season five? Absolutely. Um, you know, well, first, you guys can, you know, make sure you follow me um, at Arrington Foster. It's all one word. Um, my first and last name, you can follow me on Instagram, Twitter. Um, I, you can also follow the family business page, follow the family business. I believe it's at family business BET. So follow them as well. And you can get all the updates there as well as their Facebook page and, Mm -hmm. you know, make your voices heard guys, you know, come in a way, like a way, um, share, repost, um, and tell them that, you know, and and they do the fans. I, when I tell y'all, I love y'all so much. Y'all show me so much love. And y'all, I swear, y'all will not let me live it down. Y'all are like, when is season five? So I'm like, come on, people. The people are waiting. So I'm ready. So we'll see. Fantastic. Well, great. So we've got about a minute and a half, and I just want to give a shout-out to uh, for for our hip-hop followers. Treach is on the show, too. Uh, they yes. got to check out Treach. Uh, he is – now, he is evil. <laughs> Man, Yeah. X is not, he's not to be played with. <laughs> so, hey, so it has been really, really wonderful uh, speaking with you, Arrington. And, uh, you know, likewise, like G. Said, Keith. My pleasure. I'm a big fan and I'll be watching the show. And if you ever think about it, when you hear about season five coming, uh, getting ready to come on, let me know so I can oh, be right you there. You will be one I of the first our... to know, G. Keith. I promise you that. <laughs> You heard it from me. <laughs> fantastic, fantastic. And if I'm ever so, in New York, I definitely got to visit you. <laughs> most definitely, most definitely. And and it might as well, I want to thank uh, uh, Richard uh, Lalite, uh, or some people say Lalite because, you know, it sounds French. Uh, but, <laughs> but Richard for uh, uh, hooking you up and making sure that he booked you for the show. So, yes, uh, shout out to you. Rich. Thank you. Thank yeah. you, Richard. Appreciate right. it. So you have a great day and a better one tomorrow, Arrington. And um, thank you, you too. Thank you so much. All right. All right. Ladies Take and care. Thank you. Sure. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for listening to What's Hot Harlem America with G. Keith Alexander. We'll be back next Friday at 1 p.m. So please join us. And don't forget to check out HarlemAmerica.com. All right. Have a great night and a better one tomorrow night. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to What's Hot Harlem America with G. Keith Alexander. We'll be back next Friday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time. That's 1 p.m. in New York on the Voice America Variety Channel and the Harlem America Digital Network. Thank you for listening.